Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What is up, Jay Mert? Monica, how are you today? If I were any better, I'd be twins. That's somebody else said that to me today. You're literally the second person. What? What does that even mean? That just means there'd be double of me if I were any better. I mean, it would wow. just be its amazing. My mom <laughs> usually says I'm better than I deserve. I think she gets that from... Ramsey or somebody like that. No, you deserve to be even better. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. So how's life? Anything um, interesting going on in your world? I put an offer in on another house. Starting to collect them, are you? Yes. <laughs> Not starting. I'm finishing my collection. I'm, I'll be at my goal when this one goes through. Oh, you will. Okay. Because at one point you sold everything, right? And Not everything. I just sold okay. the ones that gave me a headache. Oh, nice. so now I only collect ones that don't give me a headache. Oh, that's beautiful. How do you know up front that they're not going to give you headaches? I look at the tenant base. Okay. So for me, I'm willing to take like a little bit lesser return in exchange for less labor on my end. Wisdom, investing wisdom by Jim Merlin. <laughs> don't give yourself another, a headache. Another podcast yeah. for another yes. day. All right. Thank you guys for joining another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. We always appreciate that you're here. And today, Jen and I are going to duke it out over this question. Should you, as an agent, charge a transaction fee for your client? Now, before we duke this out or to your client, before we duke out on this or whatever we're doing, <laughs> punching each other in the face on this. Wow. Can we define, will you define what we're talking about here? A transaction fee? Yeah. Sure. It's like additional commission. Okay. But it's so like a above and beyond. Fee. And what is the average transaction fee that you're seeing these days? If I'm seeing anywhere from like two, like, well, maybe like 200 to 600. Okay. Wow. A six, $600 transaction fee. Huh? Some people charge more. I love it. Some brokerages charge. Yes. So this is this is the mm -hmm, something to talk about. There are brokerages. I know one in particular here in Cincinnati that requires their agents to charge it. And then they don't give their agents any of it. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, the agents are none too pleased. Usually, usually the ones I'm talking to anyway. Yeah. And what if the client doesn't want to pay it? Do they get charged it? I'm assuming the agent eats it. I think the agent eats it a lot of times anyway, because they don't feel comfortable passing it along. Well, please but call let's... us at. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes, we do not have to charge transaction fees, but let's talk about whether or not we do. I mean, Jen, how do you we feel about this? have before. And so let me, I, we did post this question on, mm -hmm. on our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. It was a very, like you either do or you don't. It was so interesting because a lot, I wasn't sure. I really thought everybody would be like, no, blah, blah, blah. Because you know, they're always willing to like go and paint the house or go and clean the house and like mm -hmm. do all this stuff that mm -hmm. I was surprised that some people said they do. Mm. Okay. So we used to charge one. Here's why. Okay. 
we were a big team. We had like 12 people. We had a lot of overhead and mm -hmm. we have a lot of requirements like, you know, have to keep documents for a certain number of time, have to make sure all the documents, I mean, like everybody, right. Mm -hmm. But we had a lot of overhead. So we were charging five ninety five per file. We were also doing a lot of deals. So mm -hmm. like, even if we only got 50 of those deals paid it, we could still pay somebody's salary almost, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. So for us, it, that's why we did it. Cause we needed, we had too much overhead. Why didn't you just uh, charge a higher commission rate? I don't know. We tried to do that before too, but honestly, the fee went through easier. So that's interesting. Cause to me, the answer is no, you, you, shouldn't charge transaction fee. You're this wrong. Is, this is, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is all part of, you know, the expenses, cost of sale, whatever you want to call it for, you know, yours. And if your expenses and cost of sale have gone up, then you need to start charging more. That's what I always thought, but that's what it is. That whole, well, I mean, commission, but it's you're saying, commission. but you're saying it's received differently from the seller or buyer. It is receipt, usually how they would do it, the title company would put a separate, it would be a separate check, but in the contract, it is called a transaction fee of an additional commission. Five, we charge $5.95. Does it run through the broker? Uh, yes. So it's subject to the no, commission split? No, wait, 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 wait. No, it was separate. Interesting. So that might be a reason to do it outside of the commission. It was like full subject. 100% to us. Interesting. And I wonder if that changes per brokerage. Yeah, good question. We'd love if you are in a brokerage that does that, do you get to keep your transaction? But see, for most of us that we we were capped all the time. So we were achieving 100 percent of our commission. Of I'm just saying, like, of course, of course, of course. So like, it, but I believe that when we weren't capped, we because uh, it was like a separate check. Mm hmm. And I believe that that was a hundred percent to us, but I'm thinking, I'm like saying like, that doesn't actually make sense, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. So let me role play this. I'm going to be the seller. Okay. So Ms. Mertland, if I hear you correctly, you are charging me 6% and that includes the co-op fee should the buyer, you know, bring another agent. And additionally, your expenses aren't covered inside of that, which I've never heard of before. So you're charging me. This an is actually, you're, this is not what happened. That's not what happens. They well, what happens? What happens? They just say, okay. Like they don't, they don't ask. <laughs> well, then I am going to start charging a transaction. <laughs> I'm just saying, try it. They right. rarely ask. Like how often are you getting asked about commission? I don't get asked very often. I mean, sometimes right. it's, is it, is it flexible? I'll get that every, you know, is okay, it say no, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the amount of times you get asked about commission now is equivalent to the amount of times you will get asked about it when you add a fee. Okay. It just doesn't happen. There people are used to paying fees. I and don't understand why we as an industry don't increase our, our commission. It's been the same for so long. We've never adjusted it. And now I we're know. just trying to get sneaky ways of, you know, earning it's more income. I mean, it is and it isn't, right? Like, mm -hmm. but if it is something that your brokerage allows to drop straight to your bottom line and you have high overhead, then it's a good way to do it, right? It's not sneaky. It's good business. Well, maybe my commission is just 2% and my transaction fee is $4,500. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the perception of a transaction or document fee, like think about it. When you go to order tickets online, there's always a fee, always. Mm -hmm. 
True. So I think it depends on your average price point. It depends mm-hmm. on where you're at. And, and most people don't ask. Now, the times that um, we didn't put it on there, the le- it was like we had the buyer and the lender. The lender was like, this won't go through on the loan. They can't pay any commission. Got it. So this is only to a seller? This well, we got it through on some um, buyers too, just not all the time. Okay. It was a little harder on buyers. Yeah. Because they have to pay it. Okay. Now, just out of curiosity, only because you said so, you stopped doing this. So why, if it's such a good idea, why did you stop? Well, why did we stop? We don't have as much overhead anymore. We literally have like no overhead. Smart. (laughs) So it's like, I don't know. We probably should. Let me talk to Alan. (laughs) I think you're talking me into it. I think this might be a real estate fight club first or second. I've actually changed my mind on this subject. It's worth a try. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah, they say no. And then you say, oh, then you say, all right, you know what? As a favor, I am going to waive that for you. So it's like you're giving something to them that you really weren't really ever collecting in the first place. Right. That's possible. Yeah. I like this. (laughs) I think, too, it's a lot easier in... I don't know. There's something about the market conditions too, right? So like if a lot of your competition is like reducing, they're buying listings, they're reducing their commission, it may be easier to get through a fee than it would be a higher commission. So it's something to consider. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. You know, if we're doing, you know, 40 deals a year and let's say 30 of them are listings times right. 95, I mean, we're talking $14,850. I know. What would you do with that money? Well, what I would do with that is I would hire a coach. If I'm, if I'm the listener here and you don't have a coach, I'd take that money and hire a coach. Oh my God. You should have a coach. Yes, for sure. Get for one. Sure. Get one. I've got two. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. All right. You ready to head back to your corner? Yeah. Let me, let me ponder for a minute. I like it. All right. Let's take a short break. Hear a word from our partners. And when we come back, Monica will decide this is the right thing for her. (laughs) I want to tell you about Vulcan 7. Now I know, I know you don't want to cold call, but I actually use Vulcan 7 for circle prospecting too. It's a great way to find sellers for your buyers and buyers for your sellers. And Monica's the one that showed me Vulcan 7 anyway, (laughs) and I love it. So I'm really excited that they've agreed to partner with us on our podcast. So if you want to do more deals, then you need Vulcan 7. Go to Vulcan7.com slash Jennifer Mertland for a $49 two-week trial of the system. And I guarantee you will never look back. Real estate agents, do you need more time and less busy work? As a mom of 10 and a business owner myself, I know how hard it is to coordinate it all. I'm Leanne Sipolis, and I want to tell you about Real Support Solutions. By providing marketing, admin support, and training, real estate agents and small business owners can focus on revenue-generating activities that improve their success. Real Support Solutions helps you manage the activities that will continue to build your business for the future while you handle the dollar-producing tasks that need your time and attention right now. Go to realsupportsolutions.com, enter promo code FIGHTCLUB, and get $100 off your first transaction or three hours of training. Buyers need agents, sellers need agents, agents need real support solutions. Call today, 513-814-7150. All right, welcome back. Let's get 
back to the battle inside the ring. Jen has beat me silly. And I think I've changed my mind because I came into this discussion like, no, it's a cop out. You charge what you should charge for your commission. And you should be able to defend that and cover your expenses and your cost of sales and blah, blah, blah. And now I'm thinking, I think I'm missing the boat. Do it. Yeah, I like that's what I like about these discussions. And I hope uh, other listeners are also as they listen to our podcast that you are open minded to change your mind on things because you never know. Well, it happens a lot on on this. Well, sometimes it doesn't. But yeah, yeah, you're right, right. (laughs) There are things we're just always going to disagree about. Exactly, exactly. I'll tell you what I'm going to do on this. I'm going to experiment with this because that's what we do. We're going to experiment. We're going to experiment more than once. I'm not going to do it once. And if it fails, I'm going to say, oh, this this sucks because that's not really an experiment. Mm -hmm. I mean, more than once, but I am going to I am going to give it a try because 15 grand a year. That's something. That's a lot of money. A lot of money. A lot of money. And I think like if the listeners have like a mind, need a mindset adjustment, they should like give us a call and let's talk about it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and figure out what is the right fee for you. Yeah. What if you planned your family vacation around a transaction fees? <laughs> what if you told your child that if I can make X yes. number of dollars, we'll go to Disney World. Yes. Guaranteed, every time you go on an appointment, they will ask you, did you put the money yes. in for the, or whatever, right? Did you get the Mickey Mouse money? Did you get it? <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, That's good. All right. I think that's going to have to be the end of today's battle. If you enjoyed this episode, if you changed your mind, like I did, if you have other ideas or thoughts to share with us, please go to our podcast page. That's real estate fight club podcast and let us know. We love hearing from you. Oh yeah. And if you are interested in joining us at EXP or learning more about it, call us at 513-400-1691. Thanks, Monica. Thanks, Mert. See you next time. All right. I am here with our tiebreaker, Aaron Sims. Hey, Aaron. How you doing? Good. Welcome back to the show. I were trying to remember which one you were on, but it's been probably, what, over a year? Probably. It was probably about a year ago, yeah. Dang. Well, um, in case people forgot, which I'm sure they didn't, but you are the broker at Keller Williams Festiva in Alabama, and then, but you're also... you. You are an agent too. You've been right. in business. Yeah. Definitely sell, yes. So you're our tiebreaker today. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Should agents charge a transaction fee? If they want to, yes. I don't <laughs> see it. I've been charging one since 2015. Um, the team I'm on. My, it's not a brokerage fee here. I know there's there's some brokerages in in my town that they hold brokerage as a fee. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are brokerages I see all over the country where Agents are at a brokerage that has a fee, and right. uh, our brokerage doesn't have a fee. We have some teams that have a fee. We have some individual agents that have a fee. Okay, the majority do not. I've got three hundred and probably ninety agents. Okay, uh, under five percent probably have a fee, but there's nothing wrong with it, in my opinion. That's so. Yeah. When you guys are charging the fee, do do the client obviously you're going over it when you're going over the contract, right? Are they, are they asking questions about it? Do they say, what does it cover? Sometimes. I mean, not often in my opinion, uh, you know, I go over it, you know, we, I try to get all the, we, I only charge on the buyer side, you know, not on the listing side. Okay. Interesting to see in uh, your uh, post, because a lot of people only had it on the selling side, not the buyers. So 
it's kind of flipped on its head for me, but it's um, kind of flipped because it's it's weird. And I asked a couple of them about that because when we charged it, it was on both sides. Now we didn't always get it on every every time, but like it was on both, and I couldn't understand. So let me ask you, why would you not do it on the seller side? Why just the buyers? I mean, we now uh, on the seller side, we are probably slightly higher commission that we. So you yeah. charge a higher percentage, you don't do the fee right. plus the percentage. Okay. So then that makes sense why you would charge the fee on the buyer side because the seller may be not be offering the commission. Right. Yeah. I mean, we just see it, this is part of our compensation. You know, why why am I gonna let the seller's skill in negotiating determine what I end up getting at the end? And even after they negotiate the, the commission they're getting from the listing. How much are they going to give out? Right. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, so you know, I want to get everybody in the office for a buyer's consultation. If not, try to do it virtually. I go over the whole process. Right. Uh, you know, here's what's going to happen from today all the way through closing. Right. And it's amazing how many times you've got people that are even they bought two, three, four, five homes, and they're like, "Wow, I wish the very first agent would have told us all that." Like, we learned so much today. That's and great. All right, here's our you know buyer's agency agreement. And oh, by the way, and I'm circling and I'm underlining, we have a minimum commission of X and we have a transaction fee of X. And most of the time that's gonna the commission is probably gonna come from the seller. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, you know, you'll know. Yeah. Make an offer. And you know, this fee, you know, two or three years ago in my market, it was pretty standard that you're asking the seller for some closing costs. Okay. So in a majority of my career, all that was getting paid by the seller. Okay. Even if we needed to get an extra half a percent, the seller's paying it anyway because we added it all on the closing costs. But what about now? Now, not so much. <laughs> You're not getting it from the seller. Right. Uh, but again, it's you show exceptional value to your buyer and they're not going to question it. But again, uh, in Alabama, which is probably slightly different than a lot of states, we're required at every offer or counter offer to do a estimated closing disclosure. Oh, wow, really? So not only did we close at the beginning, every time we're writing an offer, oh, by the way, if we've got to get an extra half or quarter percent, or here's our transaction fee, it's on there. Here's what, you know, you'll get to bring the closing estimated. So they're very well aware throughout the yes. whole. Yeah, and I think that was like when we posted it online, a lot of people were thinking that, it was like a fee that was undisclosed and that is not accurate. That's illegal. It's illegal. Yeah. Like you should absolutely tell people what the charge is before they agree to pay you. And, right. And you had all the comments about it. It's a garbage fee. It's a junk fee. Well, yeah. If, if an agent just created a fee and tried to throw it on the disclosure and get paid some amount for doing nothing, well, one, yeah, it's illegal because it's against RESPA if it's a government backed right. law. And two, I mean, I don't know how you get anything on the closing disclosure. It's not disclosed. So, I mean, we are showing value. We've got a ton of stuff we do for our buyers. So but what you know, do you say can... to people that are saying, well, isn't that what you get paid the commission for to do that stuff? Why does there need to be an extra fee? I don't know what the listing agent's giving out. I know what I'm worth. Yeah. Like I walk into every listing. I'm worth 10% every day, all day long. Right. Whatever I negotiate, they're getting a huge discount off the top already. Right. I mean, so I'm just going to leave all my buyer clients. I'm just going to, let's just see what I get. You know, let's yeah. see what, no, I know what I'm worth. So this is a minimum commission. We could charge a higher minimum commission, but 
if you do the math or, you know, that would just make our buyer pay more. So we just got a standard fee. It's okay. not Does it cover, like, does it have a certain place, certain things that it specifically covers or, or was there a thought process around charging it that it was like, okay, we do these like quote unquote extra things and the, this fee will cover that. Or is it just like, this is our minimum commission and this is how we present it to them to pay. I'd say it has morphed over the years, okay. but I mean, you know, we've got a transaction coordinator, so it does some of it's going to go towards that. You know, she is in contact with the clients from like once we're going to contract all the way through. Yeah. Making sure everybody's on the same page, talking to everybody. Um, we, you know, we've got a ton of extra stuff. We'll do like if we can't find a house, especially in this market, I mean, there's, oh, we want this neighborhood or this neighborhood. So we're going to do some extra marketing for our buyers. Like we've got Mr. Miss Smith, like if our house in your neighborhood, We'll call to the neighborhood. We'll door knock. Uh, so, you know, again, if you're doing a bunch of extra stuff, you know, most buyers aren't going to have an issue with. Yeah, I think that's like, a, yeah, I agree. That makes sense. Cool. I agree with you. I think a lot of people get a hang up about it, but there are also potentially the same people that don't get buyer agreements signed. And sure. Yeah. So it's Thank like, okay, you know or that will reduce their commission potentially. But like you said, I mean, you don't have to charge it if you don't want to, but if you do, if you decide you want to charge it, just know that many people don't ask. Like right. they, they don't push back, I guess. They understand fees. And uh, I know, I mean, this is, I guess, gonna be one of the first points I was gonna mention. I mean, just it's a different business model. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you don't want that business model, great. I, there okay. are flat fee companies in my market. Do, do I want to work at a flat fee company? No. That's the way they do things. Go yeah. for it. Okay. I'm, you know, there's people that don't do full service. I'm going to squish you all the time. And unless, unless someone's just like, I don't care. I just want to sell the house and I don't want any value. Okay, great. Okay, great. That's different. Get, let them sell it. But, um, you know, there's different models. But I think it's easy to show value. The, the chances of the client, buyer or seller, having had a bad real estate experience in the past is really high. So the it's going to be easy for you as the agent to show value beyond what they've experienced. And that's why they don't ask. That's why they don't push back on it. You know, they understand that that is the charge because they can see that you're doing so many other things than what they've experienced in the past from somebody else. Right. Uh, I agent on our team several years ago, uh, right after I joined it, um, he had a, I think it was like six fifty seven hundred thousand dollars transaction had to get an extra half a percent. And this was the second deal with those people. So he, I mean, they were like, no, you're worth it. Yeah. Because um, you're amazing. Y'all have done so much, you know, we would have never gotten this house. If, well, and being know. a real estate agent is a lot more expensive than it used to be, you know? And just because like, as an agent, maybe not you, but like some of the listeners think like maybe they're yelling at their <laughs> they're yelling right now at us, right? At their phone while they're listening. But maybe you got to look at yourself and say, okay, what, what am I worth? Like we haven't, as real estate agents, we haven't had a raise necessarily, right? And the percentage right. or the values of homes have gone up. But what are you really making here? And what are you really spending? Our costs have gone up exponentially. Oh yeah, I mean. Yeah, right? So you're not profiting as much as you used to. Right. And again, I mean, as a buyer's agent, I'm not, I'm not thrilled about letting the skill of the listing agent determine what I'm worth. 
right. to my buyer. So again, if you go to a listing, you're negotiating your compensation, you're gonna get right. something up. I'm sitting in my buyer's agency, I'm negotiating my compensation. Now, most or all is typically gonna be compensated, come from the seller. Right. Not, I got it on paper. Exactly. And they have no problem at the end making up the difference if you, if you do your job. I agree. So if people want to yell at you um, in person or they want to give you a referral, <laughs> what is the best way to get a hold of you? Probably my email, uh, just Aaron Sims at kw.com. Okay, perfect. Well, I appreciate you being on again. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you. It was yeah. a pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.